Welcome everybody to the MI Game Dev Podcast. And I'm just getting used to this name because I just kind of came up with it an hour ago, kind of. I always wanted to start making content about video game development. And probably you notice that in the title, there's a question mark. And maybe the first thing that I should address is like why that is. So whenever I'm looking at game development content, especially in the game dev content on the internet, on YouTube primarily, I always realize that the people that I follow seem to have it all figured out, right? And I would also wanted to start documenting my journey about how to become an indie game dev. But the problem is that I'm more than 30 years old. I'm like a normal guy, you know, and I live in a country, in a small country where there's no game development industry whatsoever. I mean, there's a tiny uh, game development industry footprint here probably, but that's it. You know, when you are like a teenager and you think about what should I be when I grow up? Any type of art and video game making especially is not really an option, right? It's not a topic. It's not even a um, it's not even being discussed for like 10 seconds at home at the, at the lunch table, you know, it's just, it's just not happening. And that, that's kind of my background, right? And I'm just like a normie. I just learned this, this word normie, right? I'm a guy, you know, who have two kids. I have a wife. We live in a nice place and, and I have a decent job, right? That pays okay. So I don't really have many things to complain about, right? I'm not the struggling artist. The only problem is that I um I feel like that I ended up working on things for more than 12 to 13 years by now are okay and they pay the bills and it's it's fine right but I just cannot really suppress this drive and this urge to 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 work on something that is more more related to art and uh and I have always been super interested when I was a kid in animation, uh, drawing, and eventually video games. But I just never had the balls, probably, to commit to it, you know? And as I said, it was just never an option, right? It was like, yeah, you have to grow up and have a job, like, have a decent job. And I did that, like a good kid. But I was always into art projects. I played music for many, many years. And I, actually, back in 2015, I guess, I I just... Uh, brought a empty sketchbook and a couple of pencils and started to draw again like stupid comics like back in the old days when I was a kid and the thing is that since then I just haven't stopped like I I continuously do it it's still crap you know (laughs) whenever I look at it it feels crap it looks crap but it's getting better nine years have passed since and I think I improved a lot but I'm still not at that point to actually just comfortably say that you know now it's time to commit on a big project right and Obviously, the life is is the life around me, and it's not bad at all, right? I just feel like I'm not doing what probably I would love to do, right? And, and obviously, get paid for it, so that's the struggle. And whenever I look at other game devs, because this will be a game dev podcast, because I'm I'm more of an artist, I feel like, but I definitely have this this drive for many many years to be more serious about it and get started. If I would want to apply to a game dev job today, um, nobody would hire me, right? And that's why the question mark in the title, like seriously, like nobody, probably they would laugh at it. I know it. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> and the thing is that my background is that I'm, 
I've been a, a, a software consultant, but more in the enterprise space uh, for for nearly like eight years, and then now nearly six years in software product management. So like, which is which is basically um, um, if I really want to uh, focus on the the transferable knowledge, probably that I assume is transferable knowledge uh, to game dev is is software design. But obviously, it's enterprise. It's it's a it's a even when I joined, that was a very good oiled machine right and things were figured out but it's it's totally different because i already started to work on indie game dev projects myself obviously purely on my own and, and now lately with a friend they're very very different so even though i thought for a bit that i have lots of transferable knowledge which i may have especially the communication space and and discipline and whatsoever and obviously like technology is not a completely distant thing for me although i'm more of an artist i would say it's just yeah something that like i'm i'm not qualified for this at all <laughs> however i want to think about it and yeah i may draw for eight years in a somewhat seriously right and and i certainly improved a lot and for a little more than a year now i'm part of smaller indie game initiatives i'd say a smaller projects right which are like nothing special you know nothing crazy they are just hobby projects and that's how they start but actually my true motivation is to get a little more serious about it and I, and I just whenever i look at youtube and look at other game devs who who talk about it they they certainly seem to have it figured out right which I, I do not have it and and i realize i'm probably pretty scared you know of like making a change and i see so many examples that do not seem to work like whenever i see people who probably have financial struggles and um and just the uncertainty of what's going to happen, you know, and 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 on the other side, I see people who probably just saved up a lot of money. They do not have a family, and they just go for it, right? And I feel like I, <laughs> I can't do any of it. <laughs> it. It just feels like that that's not the option. It's not an option for me. And maybe I should, you know, be just a little more, you know, bold in that sense. I don't know, but but you guys get it, right? So I'm just having this unedited, by the way, it's more of a rant and I just really want to get started, right? So the thing is that I, that's kind of my massive background right now, right? That I draw for many years, uh, digitally primarily. And I have, a, I have a small Hungarian podcast as well, where I draw frequently. So illustrations uh, for basically for a community and just for online presence reasons and, you know, icons and whatnot. And then on the side, I started to work on smaller video games with a friend. And I'm so happy and probably gifted as well that I have a friend who is who is pretty good at Unity. He would not get hired though either, <laughs> which which is important to say that he also tried to get a job in game dev, but we are we're not qualified whatsoever. So we were like, all right, let's let's do it on our own. And although we are just normal people, I like to emphasize that we have a day job. Uh, at least I do have a day job. And uh, I have a family to provide for, and it's not the easiest thing. And I just have this drive. I can't suppress it. I just feel like eventually I should spend my life on this planet on things that I genuinely care about. And it's not that I don't care about my day job. I just feel like that the next chapter of my life or where I still feel I could really learn and and learn things that really honestly, truly make me excited, that's certainly somewhere in game dev. And that's just... Because these past projects that I've been working on were so refreshing, you know, and I really felt alive. Like, seriously, I don't want to get too spiritual. 
and emotional about it. But but yeah, it's like like that type of job, you know, I could totally see myself doing it. Although it's not easy and sometimes and, and in later episodes probably I will talk about that as well more in detail. Not really bore you to death with with uh, with the how-tos and you know just like break down boring things not not at all it's just how emotionally it impacts me and how i how i feel while i'm doing it so i'm not qualified for sure but i would like to document and basically have some kind of cadence for me where i i sit down i i think and i talk these things out of myself with the hopes of like making connections with others who are in similar situation with the hopes that I can become a game dev one day, you know, where I will feel that, all right, now I can call myself a game dev. And certainly I started to work on these projects, as I said, back in the day. They are mainly 2D projects, just just to be upfront about it. Like, and it's very cartoony. It's like, I'm really into 90s cartoons and animation, like Hey Arnold and Life with Louie, um, what else? I love Dragon Ball as well. But it doesn't matter what I'm into, uh, but but obviously I have some strong top favorites for sure, you know, that, that make me inspired all the time, that kind of shaved my, my taste up until now. But I certainly would like to get into game dev because for many, many years this is on my mind and I really started to work on it and I thought it's time to actually make a bit of an online presence around it and uh, build a, a small community and just do this. But also kind of focus on the struggles and the uh, and the pitfalls and the difficulties that like that like a normal guy would go through who has no idea, who's totally outside of the industry. I can only just pretend that I'm in the industry, but I'm not, right? I'm, I'm just like, it feels like I'm just watching it from the outside. I'm reading the news every time I wake up. I read the news, what's going on. Look at my favorite YouTube game devs, Twitter accounts, and just absorb it. And then silently also work on my projects, which is quite exciting, by the way, right? But but I just have this huge uncertainty in my head for many years is that how far can I take this? Like, what is reasonable? Um, how dangerous even the fact that I want to do this? I, j- I just feel I have this hunger, <laughs> But at the same time, and this is not a complaining podcast, right? I think this is just a natural part of the deal, you know, is that that if if halfway through in your life, I'm 35, by the way, so I'm not, I hope I'm not halfway through. <laughs> but if after like 12 to 13 years, you realize that maybe you want to do something else, it's not that easy, I feel. Especially if you feel like that you want something where you're not really qualified yet. It's kind of a dangerous game. And that's maybe my, my biggest issue. Is that whenever I read about this, whenever I learn about this, whenever I I try to kind of understand, you know, how people make their way into the game development, it feels like a gamble. I don't know why, but it just feels like a gamble. You know, it's not like hey, you 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 submit your CV and you get a job and you get a, the 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 monthly salary. It feels pretty much like a gamble, and uh, and obviously, like last year, twenty twenty three has been a a fairly discouraging year, I'd say. It's been tough to see the layoffs. It's been tough to see, like, you know, games not really performing well. But I I, I try not to care about it at this stage, right? It's like I don't want to have, like, too idealistic expectations. I, I think probably I just have to live with the fact and accept it that this, even though I'm I'm just planning, you know, and I'm doing these these sample projects or whatever, these kind of portfolio projects. I need to kind of work more seriously on it, not be discouraged too much. 
but kind of turn this into something reliable, something like a business. Be like a reliable and capable individual or maybe team, right, to, to work in this space. Because it's actually pretty exciting, to be honest. I think all my life, and, and I've been thinking about it a lot, when I realized that after like 10 years in the software industry, where I actually feel like I'm kind of an accidental software guy nowadays, because I think whenever I, I really did something, you know, even when I was a kid that interested me, it was all, it had always something to do with art. It, it was either drawing or playing music, like if I really want to simplify it, but that's what I always really, really cared about. And obviously there was this, this general perception that, yeah, of course, it, it's fine that you are into art, but you will starve to death and like that will not pay the bills and you know i just grew up like that and has not really been a thing and obviously i'm I'm also living in a country where if you want to do filmmaking or music or or any type of art it's it's pretty difficult i'd say probably everywhere is difficult it feels like that if you become like a somewhat like just semi-successful i'm not talking about fame guys right it's very important i'm not talking about fame but it feels like you just won the lottery. I don't think it automatically means, you know, it's like some awesome lifestyle or whatever. It's like you don't have to do anything. It's just, it, fe- it, it kind of feels like still luxurious. And I think in my head, it's just because I think that that if you get to do what you are really interested in, that's kind of, feel. it kind of feels like luxury for me in my head. And I don't think that that's just that you are rich or whatever. Don't get me wrong. It's just just the fact that whenever you wake up in the morning, you're truly excited about that excited about the thing that you're about to do and i th- that, that's that's kind of well that that sounds very good and appealing to me and obviously game dev is one of that right and everything that has to do with art it feels like it has this angle you know that if you, if if at least to me and maybe for others it's a different thing maybe somebody wants to have you know like a nice grocery store a flower shop or whatever really think about it broadly but but my interest is somewhere in the gaming space and and i think also that's an interesting one because it's one thing that I like playing games and 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 I really wasn't sure if it's fun to make them and I was actually worried about it that I will probably not like making them but I realized that I actually like making them too. Um so yeah there's this there's this probably the first pitfall that I kind of verified that it's okay with me so meaning it's not really a red flag is that I really had to kind of understand am I just a super user of games and I'm just uh I just love playing them. And that's it. Or I really enjoy the under the hood stuff, you know, it's like how to make them. And I I feel like nowadays, you know, I'm more into that part. And at the same time, I still don't want to kind of lose my hobby. I like playing games, but at the same time, yeah, I kind of like making them too. And uh, that's, that's pretty good. And I don't know what else would I do, but it's just interesting that for many, many years now, this is on my mind. And I, I sacrifice my free time, even sometimes my family time, right, to actually work on these side projects because they are just so exciting and I just have this natural drive that I somewhat believe that this is what I should spend my time with. <laughs> it's I know it's crazy, right? And maybe all of you just roll your eyes, it's like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, seriously, and I'm not a prisoner of anything, but I have a life that that it feels like just switching to game dev is not easy, right? But I would like to get there and I don't want to be too idealistic about it. I'd like to certainly start working and and allocate time for it frequently. And that's one of the reasons why I'm starting this podcast as well. Maybe I should start a YouTube, I know. But at the same time, I feel like this is 
this is what I have capacity for. I have a lot of things to do usually. I have my day job actually just like probably in like 20 or 30 minutes, right? I need to actually switch to my day job because this is early in the morning now. I just have to convert my mind. And that's difficult actually because you just switch to something entirely different. And uh, this switching back and forth, historically what I see is that you know, it's very easy to forget about the side project, right? And just get back into the mood and make it. While you have, you know, and I have this long-term vision that it would be good to get there, but if I don't do it frequently, I just kind of drop it. That's not good. And, and I really do hope that this podcast will help me, right, to actually, maybe like every two weeks, I hope, I, I don't know, actually, I haven't really figured it out, because I've been thinking about making some kind of content, and I just came up with the idea now, is that maybe, maybe I just do it this way, because I was thinking, all right, how should I call it, um, I have this, this tendency of over planning, and, and being a perfectionist about it, and this morning, I was just like, you know what, I don't think about it anymore, I just create it, I don't even have the podcast art artwork figured out. I don't know the website and anything. You know, I just now record this because I just want to get it out. And I hope it's going to even help me to, to, to start thinking. And maybe, maybe eventually I can even have a community around it. I don't know. Um, and the reason for that is because I would need a community. You know, I am from a small country, Hungary. Um, where I just explain, you know, that it doesn't really have like a, a, a significant, like even a notable uh, video game footprint whatsoever. Actually, if I look back, back in the 90s and probably even in the 2000s, there were a couple of companies. You guys may heard of Imperium Galactica 2 and 1, Hegemonia, what else? Schwein, you know, there, there were like awesome games back in the day, just but just a few. And the thing is that there's, there's, just, there's just no network. At least that's how I feel. One of my favorite things to do is that I look at the video game credits sometimes just to see if I can spot any Hungarian uh, in the in the credits. And and sometimes I do. And I, I try to look look up their names and whatever. Just don't find anything about them. It feels like we are just scattered. Maybe they don't even live in Hungary, right? And I thought it's time to actually start building some kind of network. I don't know what kind of network, right? I'm not a yogi. I'm not a I'm not a wise man. <laughs> If you would go to my LinkedIn, my LinkedIn is completely dedicated to my professional life, which is like totally different, you know, like totally different. So it's like you would not even think that I have anything to do with game dev. And I'd love to believe that there's many, many people like that. And since I live in this small country, right, it's we speak a super niche language like Hungarian. Even if I would have like a Hungarian network, there's not much going on here. So like even the language is kind of unfortunate. So and the reason why I was so hesitant to even start is because I was too shy to start speaking in English uh, on a podcast. Although I do every single day speak English at work, but it's just tough. Also, I think in Hungary, we're like, oh, we, if we don't have the perfect accent, you know, then, then it's like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do it. And I'm like, um, I've been to the US actually. And, uh, and uh, I realized that I, I've been to California and also to, uh, to Florida. I realized that many, many people who live there, they do not speak English either. <laughs> you know, it was mainly Spanish. It just made me feel comfortable, right? And whenever I talk to somebody in English in the US who probably lived there, probably I spoke better English than them. So I, I just I just try to explain that I need to get comfortable with this too. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast like this is because I'd like to get comfortable with speaking English, especially when it comes to games. You will hear me sometimes 
probably shaping sentences in a weird way because, you know, I'm not a native speaker, which probably you could tell after the first second, right? I start to speak, but but yeah, so um, am I a game dev? Absolutely not. That's what the podcast is about, but I like to get started and I'd like to start making some kind of content about it because uh, I think it's time and I may never become like a, a real game dev, but at least that's not the aim, okay? So <laughs> I'd like to make it very clear that's not the aim to not become one. But I think as long as I do this podcast, especially with the question mark, like, am I game dev? I'd like to really walk you through and kind of give updates on on this journey for you guys. How does it feel? How can I fit this into my life or incorporate it into my life? How can I make progress? And how can this be something real? In case you are new to this channel, right? I will try to put all my work... I mean, it's not much, right? It's not much that... Obviously, I, I produced a lot through the years, but it is not much that I, I feel comfortable with sharing. So it's not much, but it's decent. <laughs> it's decent work, uh, what I put out, hopefully. So you will be able to, in, in the links below, I try to link, you know, we have a game called... It's more of a game concept called Asian Misunderstanding on Itch.io. At least that's the current thing that we've been working on. It was semi-successful. We, we made it just for a game jab. It took us two days to make it and it was a super fun ride to be honest to make it like it was super super good it's just a concept right just treat it that way it's 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 not a full game whatsoever but we we made it work right and you could start it you could play it you could you could finish it and you can complete a level and that has been an awesome thing to do i actually encourage everybody to try game jam who wants to get into game dev because actually I was hesitant about it because I was this perfectionist who is who is sharing nothing with the world and I think that's kind of a curse to have this perfectionist mindset that oh my god I'm not going to share anything because I just don't think it's good enough I think game devs really help you to kind of get out of that mindset and just do it right and do whatever you can right now and just be cool with the fact that it's not okay you would not be able to ask money for it, right? That's what I'm trying to say here. But putting out something for free and just to demonstrate and this game gem that we have participated in uh, on Ichio, which was, the, the title was Ancient. So you had to build something ancient. Out of 163 submissions, we basically came out a second, which is awesome. Like I was super proud, to be honest. And uh, obviously I shared it on social media and a couple of friends just, you know, texted me immediately. It's like, what does it mean? What did you win? <laughs> and, you know, I said, well, we won nothing, you know? <laughs> it's like, there's no prize. It's not that we... People have this mindset, they think that if, if you just compete and you come out a second, it, it means something. And to be honest, I think the only thing it really means is that it gave us a boost just to keep going. Like, that's what you get. And believe it or not, that's actually enough. If you have at least a minimum financial stability, like the minimum, I mean, you can eat, you know, you could live somewhere, you have a computer, you have internet, like that's probably the minimum you need. And obviously it's not a bad thing if if once in a while you can afford to buy some assets and equipment. For example, I really need to have my iPad with an Apple Pencil too, which actually in this part of the world in Hungary, that is kind of a luxury item, guys. It's it's not like in the US where you just go, you know, and you buy some some tech stuff and it's just there to for me to have these things that's even that's pretty expensive even with like a decent salary so yeah so we didn't win anything <laughs> as part of that other than just 
we got feedback on our game. And that's actually extremely important because I think the worst thing that could happen with anything, like whether you do music, you write books, you paint, whatever, when people just don't even react. I think that's the worst thing that can happen. It was not always like super positive. Sometimes it's constructive. Is that, yeah, it's good, but I miss this, I miss that. And that's good, right? The moment you feel that people react to the things that you build, that's good. And you just have to be okay with that. And I have to get rid of this perfectionist mindset because it's really, really blocking me from progressing. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm just doing this unedited, small, stupid podcast. Um, At least I start as a podcast. I'm not sure maybe eventually I get to YouTube because I think game dev could be a little more visual, but I I still think that the thoughts are more important than when we produce right now, right? Um, at least for me as well, right? I'm, I'm primarily doing this podcast for myself just to document and put my thoughts out of me because the, the difficulty or the problem that I have, I don't really have anybody to share this with, right? And I, I think it's just so lonely and solitary sometimes. And... Um, it's not a huge problem, right? I'd say it's like my life is still okay and, and good without it. But since this is on my mind, my, my head is full of these thoughts, right? And I just feel I need to put it out of my head so it doesn't occupy <laughs> my, uh, a space in my, my brain, right? So yeah, that's that. Let's see how this is going. But I really do hope that, you know, I get to do this like maybe every other week. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a little... Uh, less predictable than that but uh, and actually I wanted to have this today just to sit down speak English record it and and see how it feels and it's funny that that now that I'm doing it it feels okay this was the test episode and obviously I, I, I sat down and I thought that you know it would be good if this is something that I would feel comfortable with with uh, uh, making public but it feels okay at least from the inside right now it feels okay And I think uh, this is like nearly half an hour now. So I think that's more than enough to begin. I'm just going to share what's on my mind and a little bit about the struggle. But I don't want to, don't want this to be a negative, right? But because, you know, to be honest, when I go to Reddit and read about indie game devs, like I'm reading so many negative, you know, it's like even in AAA or indie game dev, just people are like, yeah, it's like, you know, my game is not selling or nobody cares about it and i just want to avoid that you know and but i think it's inevitable right that there will be some projects where you just learn you know just like the game jam it's like you you don't win a million dollars right or anything it's just you and uh, the friends you make along the way i think that's in monkey island and i think that was funnily enough uh added to the ancient game jam that's the prize right <laughs> the friends you make along the way but don't underestimate it the thrill of making something that works even if it's tiny and it just doesn't fall apart right in the middle, that's a big deal. And so that was the first real step that I, we finally managed to take. Didn't do it on my own. So yeah, I, I think eventually I, I'd like to talk about these things, like how, how these things come together and, and how you can get there. But for sure, like solo dev is probably not for me, right? So if, if you think that this podcast is going to be just about me and me solo diving and figuring out all of it. I don't truly believe that I'm that guy. I, f- I, I need at least one more person with me uh, to share ideas with. And I'm an introvert, but I feel that I need some level of, of connection, you know, and communication. And the 
I need the ability to exchange ideas and uh, I think game development is fairly complex even if you do something small I, I just learned that because when I was um, uh, you know just totally newbie I thought oh this is easy you know when I looked at like night in the woods and I thought oh this is super easy I could do it on my own and then obviously when you dig deeper you realize that, oh 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 wait <laughs> there's writing there's music you know there's the art direction um, there's the animation there's the various systems in the game and even the gameplay loop right and the hooks and whatnot uh, you start to realize actually it's not as easy uh, to make those games and I certainly feel that I would not be able to just just deliver on all fronts right even I feel like that now we are pretty good because because my my partner uh, in crime is 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 more focusing on the gameplay front and programming in Unity. I'm more focused on the art, but but maybe we would need like a writer and 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 we need help for music eventually as well, right? So we both play music, but we don't feel uh, that we would be able to compose like you know a, like a soundtrack for a game, you know. We could play the guitar, I could sing pretty well, I wrote songs, he did too, but it's just that, right? You have to get to that level to feel comfortable, and we, we would like to make some quality stuff. So, yeah, guys, um, we I, I'm going to be certainly talking about these things, uh, hopefully on a frequent basis. Share a story of a guy who hasn't figured it out, and who is just in the, in the, in the middle of this transformation, right? Maybe it's not even a transformation. Maybe it's not going to transform into anything. I don't know. But I'd like to focus on this and give it a shot. And I know it's not going to be an overnight success, right? Most likely this will take a while. Uh, but not giving up would be important. And I look at this podcast as a, as a way for me to remind myself that, hey, every two weeks, make sure... To, to think about it and see where you are and reassess, adjust, just just stay on track, um, but but don't overstress. Thank you guys for listening, especially if you discovered this. I don't know how you did it, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad you're here and uh, talk to you guys next time.